Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. In my latest podcast episode, I'll dive deep into historical reasons why multi-level marketing and the supplements category seem to be a match made in heaven. But before we get started, I would love if you took 45 seconds out of your day to leave a rating review on whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. Have you ever wondered why so many of the largest global supplement companies utilize a multi-level marketing strategy? Is it just that effective or is there something deeper at play? Love it or hate it, multi-level marketing and the supplement industry seem to go together like lamb and tuna fish. Lamb and tuna fish? Maybe you like spaghetti and meatball? Be more comfortable with that analogy? And I can't be the only supplement industry professional that's ever wondered why an MLM brand like Herbalife sells more supplements in 90 days than a massive brand like Optum Nutrition can throughout an entire year or that an MLM brand like USADA Health Scientist sells a billion dollars of supplements annually, or that MLM brands like Shackley, Shakeology, and Isogenics each sell hundreds of millions in supplements annually and rank in the top 25 biggest companies in the space that aren't owned by a CPG conglomerate. And then finally, I can't forget about the largest MLM company in the world by revenue, Amway. But to explain the outsized impact Amway plays on all of this like MLM and the supplement industry stuff, I need to go back several decades before the company was founded. If we think about the beginning of the supplement industry, there's this official start, which I believe is when the term vitamin was coined in 1912 after it was discovered that various diseases could be cured with accessory substances beyond the core three nutrients of fats, carbohydrates, and proteins. As scientists study nutrition more, it led to commercialization of basic vitamin supplements throughout the late 1910s into the 1920s. But I really credit the modern supplement industry as starting in the late 1930s. This is when vitamin ingredients switch from being extracted from food to synthesized in a lab. As you can imagine, industrialization cut costs, which paired kind of perfectly with the Great Depression ending and government agencies establishing recommended dietary allowances for a collection of vitamins and minerals, it really kind of set the stage for wider supplement usage. During that same time frame, in the mid-1930s, Carl Reinberg founds the California Vitamin Company, which is generally recognized as introducing the first multivitamin, multimineral supplement sold in the United States. In 1939, the name of the California Vitamin Company is changed to one that might be more familiar to today's consumers, Nutrilite. If you do recognize that supplement brand name, you know it will eventually be acquired by Amway. 
But if that was really the only historical connection between supplements and multi-level marketing, then this content would be weaker than the formulations in most MLM supplement products. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Wow, Carl Reinberg might hold a special place in the history of the supplement industry. He actually had a much larger impact on the direct selling space. That's because in 1945, he invented the form of direct selling that is now called multi-level marketing. Nutrilite devised an approach whereby distributors purchase products at a 35% discount and then play the dual role of retailing products to non-distributor consumers while also recruiting new distributors in a pyramid-style kind of incentive structure. Now, before I cover the next layer of the Amway, MLM, and supplements kind of story, I do want to note that direct selling in its various forms existed in America since colonial days. Even multi-level direct selling systems likely go back before Nutrilite. One of the most famous would be with early African-American beauty product companies like Madam C.J. Walker. But why Nutrilite is generally acknowledged as the creator of the MLM system known today is that distributor levels and compensation structures were well documented. Nevertheless, Nutrilite used its new business model to quickly grow into a $6 million business just like two years later in 1947, which if we in kind of adjust that for inflation would be around $82 million today. But a new problem emerged. FDA began investigating the company and its 15,000 door-to-door agents for making exaggerated product claims. During the time of this FDA investigation, Richard DeVos and Jay Van Andel began as an independent distributor of Nutrilite. Why are these two guys important? Well, over the next decade, they built an organization of more than 5,000 distributors that eventually formed the American Way Association, aka Amway, in 1959. This was in response to concerns that Nutrilite might collapse, so Amway hedged its risk by adopting a similar multi-level marketing structure for selling non-competing cleaning products. Finally, Amway bought a controlling interest in Nutrilite in 1972 and then acquired the remaining shares 22 years later. Nutrilite now makes an estimated $1 billion in annual sales under the Amway portfolio of products that is right around the 50th largest private company in all of America. As I noted earlier, Nutrilite might have started the deep connection between supplements and MLM, but according to the Direct Selling Association, that's only blossomed because today's largest single direct sales product category is wellness. This category of products, which does include supplements, represents 35.6% of total sales in the network marketing channel. And wellness is also the fastest growing category of all. But I do want to kind of take a step back again and better explain why all of this like serendipitous historical timing helps cement multi-level marketing and the supplements category. From an affordability perspective, supplement prices were coming down right as the Great Depression ended and the economy rebounded because of increased wartime productivity. Additionally, government agencies started to establish dietary standards to address the inadequacies of the Depression-era American life. 
you also had inventions and also kind of new innovations happening often across the supplement industry. So when you pair that product and marketing newness with a consumer that has a nutritional science knowledge gap, you create the ideal marketplace dynamics for direct sales or multi-level marketing companies. The whole idea behind this business model is that consumers trust personal recommendations above all other sources of information in the buying process. And in the absence of much other information, those personal recommendations become extremely powerful. There was also another kind of post-war shift that helped MLM supplement companies. As soldiers returned home, women were forced back into domestic roles, but this time with a taste of professional life. Taking advantage of that desire for more, MLMs have historically pitched themselves as a path to financial independence for women. What started as women kind of inviting their neighbors to their homes during the 1950s and 1960s has turned into optimistic women who simply appear to be living and documenting their best lives, all while using these supplements they are selling. With women today controlling or influencing around 85% of consumer spending in America, you can imagine how they can have an outsized impact on the success of MLM supplement brands. Another group that has a major impact on supplements and MLM companies are Mormons. It's no accident that multi-level marketing methods are widely adopted in Mormon communities, which are tight-knit, entrepreneurial, and well-trained through missionary work for sales. With Temple Square in Salt Lake City being the center of Mormon religion, it means Utah is the hub of direct selling in America. Mormon culture also adopts a style of like healthy living that promotes the use of supplements. So I'm sure you can kind of see where this is going, but this also means Utah is arguably the most important manufacturing hub for the entire supplement industry. Behind tourism, the supplement industry makes up the biggest share of GDP for Utah. It's estimated that there's around 200 companies that are involved with the nutritional supplement industry, creating thousands, not tens of thousands of jobs, and 10 billion in economic impact for the state. But I just wanna end with some quick final thoughts. While this was all kind of intended to be mostly a fun connect the dots supplement industry piece of content, I know many of you will miss the forest for the trees when anyone even mentions multi-level marketing. Here's my advice. Instead of blindly hating on MLM supplement brands, dig into their nuance, analyze their key business strategies, and utilize them for inspiration. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly. 